Welcome to the Character Combine Podcast. I'm Josh Takimoto. And I am Deb McCollum. And uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Again, this is episode, I think, 104, if I'm not wow. mistaken. And uh, people are probably tired of us telling them how many episodes we've done, but I- I'm still excited that we've made it this far. So, That's crazy. Uh, I'm That's probably, a lot of episodes. It is. Some people are probably thinking, man, once they hit 100, they'll probably stop mentioning mm-hmm. it. You were wrong. I'm sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I just feel like it's, uh, it's important yeah. to, to mention. So yeah, 104. But uh, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's it going? Good. Pretty good. good, good. How's, how's yeah. teaching going? Um, teaching is surprisingly getting better. I don't know if it's because our quarter ended Friday. And uh, I, I mean, it's only Tuesday. So I feel fast enough. I don't know how much this is saying, but the past two days in my classes, nothing would have gone good. I think kids aren't so stressed about no. finals because this is essentially this was the first time that they had to take a final over, um, you know, through distance learning over live Zoom lessons. You know, back in the spring, of course, we did it through Zoom, but I think it was much more lax. It was much more like. Um, this is damage control. Just do your best. Here's what you can do. Cause it was in the middle of the, you know, of the semester, but this time it's like, Nope, here's what to expect. We're teaching live zoom and this is your curriculum now. And so, um, anyway, so, um, I think, yeah, so I think to yesterday and today they were a lot more just engaged and they just seemed like they were better. I asked them feedback a lot because it, I mean, 95% of the time for me, at least teaching zoom, a lot of teachers, if you're listening to this can probably relate. Um, it's like, you're talking to yourself <laughs> so, because they all just stare. And, and I'm, I'm grateful that they're not all unmuting and trying to interrupt my lesson. Don't get me wrong. But at, at some point I'm like, okay, so how, how are you, how are you guys, can you guys hear me? How are you guys doing? Like, I'll just stop and ask them and to tell me how they are doing. And so um, today and yesterday they seem good, but um, they've, They've really gotten into a routine, I think, with all their classes. This is like the new normal, you know, with the foreboding of are we going back and, you know, what's that going to look like? Like, we don't even know what it's going to look like if and when we go back. Um, Like, we don't, you know, it's, we don't know when. There's no, there's been no date thrown out there for my district. We're just kind of guessing January. So, anyway, so... Have you, have you ever just like crossed the lines between podcasting and teaching where you actually start saying you can follow us at Twitter and like, all that stuff? Has that happened yet? You know what? Surprisingly, no. Oh, good. I'm trying to think, no, but I've definitely, I've, de- I've definitely had many just like brain freezes. Like literally my brain just stops. Like, especially, and like, I, it's happened on the podcast before, you know, so, huh. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't noticed that. <laughs> Josh will later, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, Josh will later send me a message and he'll be like, um, are you okay? <laughs> Were you tired or something? And I'll be like, yes, I was tired. I did my best. But uh, on I'm the... Gonna, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to interrupt you. There was one episode recently, within, we'll say within the last five episodes, so that way you don't know which, uh, so that way we don't offend a guest. But uh, 
one of the, our recent episodes, she was very, very relaxed in her uh, couch or wherever she's sitting. And probably more so than I've ever seen it. It's like, oh man, she might actually fall asleep in the middle of this episode. I had to, I had to lean back against my couch and Josh noticed and like, you know, I just moved the position of the, you know, my laptop. But honestly, it's because I'm sitting all day long and my hips tighten up and I can't like hold my posture. Like literally I can't hold my posture in an upright position anymore. So I had to lean back against something and that's what I did. And I really, and I was tired. So, but I will never, I will never not pay attention to our guests, but Yes, it did not. No, you did a great. You did a great job. It was just because we've done this for, uh, man. I, we're getting really close to the point where we've done as many, if not more, Zoom episodes than regular episodes. I think. We're, I mean, we're getting really close. Yeah. And I so did. we've yeah. done this for a while. So I, I can I can tell when you're mm-hmm. uh, when you're looking a little bit more tired. But you you do a great job of uh, paying attention to our guests. So I don't think they would ever notice. Well, thanks. But yeah, that was, that was the first time I've been that relaxed and laid back. But so that being said, my brain has literally stopped during my classes before I'll just be talking and I literally will just stop talking and just be like, sorry guys, I just, I totally lost my train of thought. And someone will type in the chat box. This is what you just said. Like they'll help me because they know. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It doesn't happen all the time, but they pay attention. So that's good. (laughs) Well, it is a very different, it is a very different thing though. So I'm sure, I mean, they are high schoolers. So I'm sure yeah. there, there's a lot of them out there that are just ready to uh, jump on any mistake that you make, including you know, <laughs> so a brain freeze. But right. it is a very different thing. Even on this yeah. podcast, sometimes the, the stuff that we were used to doing when we were meeting in person, mm-hmm. you try to say something mm-hmm. and you just, you kind of freeze up or, or it's like we've joked before, you and I are big office fans. There's that scene where Michael Scott's like, sometimes I just say something and I have no <laughs> idea where I'm going. That's what it feels like sometimes where you start talking yeah. and you go through your thoughts. Like, hmm, what is my point? Which, Why did I start talking? Where was I going? Ugh, exactly. This is embarrassing. But uh, yeah, it's just, I think the, the whole Zoom thing is, is it's, it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It's, it's, and I don't want to be super negative about it because I feel like there's been, we've, we've said it a million times. There's been some great things about it. Mm-hmm. Having conversations with all of these people has been amazing. People that we, that, that live in different states all the way across the country. It's been really cool. But you know, it, it yeah. is still challenging. I'm not, we can't pretend it's not challenging. And, right. you know, there was days where we struggled on a podcast to begin with. So the zoom, the zoom yeah. is not helping. So, right. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, I think fortunately and unfortunately we're getting used to it. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, you know, despite the brain freezes, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, in a nutshell, I guess that's how I'm doing, you know, just getting, Getting the hang of distance learning, I feel like it's the new normal. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I will say this, though, really quick. One okay. last thing about my life and my work. My, P, my PE kids, not just mine, but, like, some other coworkers, they are working so hard. We see them working. Like, I have so many kids. You know, I'm scrolling through, but, like, I can see most of them. I can see them on two pages. And since we can't play sports, it's all fit and they can't do anything else. It's all fitness stuff. Hmm. Um, they're for like a half an hour straight. Like we have, we've built up a workout for them um, because they, you know, they're improving. They literally will work out almost every day for a half an hour straight. And, and like, you know, we pause, we give them, but anyway, they're just, they're wow. doing really good. They're kicking butt. 
I, ironically, I think they're getting more in shape now than they were when we had them in person because <laughs> it's more fitness stuff. It's not sports yeah. where you stop and you just get to play a game. And that's important to learn as well, like, to, you know, teamwork and cooperation and collaboration and stuff and just, you know, the basic skills. But they're just they're literally just working out by themselves. And huh. um, but they're doing it. They're doing awesome. And a lot of them actually have told me, like, I feel so much better, like I'm able to like focus in my classes a little more i mean not wow. all of them are telling me that but some of them will like it's yeah so that's like the positive thing that's going on right now that's awesome i, th I yeah. think we need i think it's good for people to hear that stuff because it's yeah understandable and really easy to focus on the negative stuff with everything that's going on but it's not really going to change anything right so yeah. if there's positive stuff like that that can make someone's day a little bit better or give right. them a little bit of hope or maybe there's a teacher out there that's really struggling with their classes i think that's mm -hmm. beneficial for them to hear for sure um mm -hmm. so appreciate you sharing that i was yeah. gonna say though with that's interesting what you said that people are they've been really you know dedicated to the workouts and stuff like that mm -hmm. but you guys aren't playing sports mm -hmm. with pe because i know pe is one of those things where it's, it's a weird, it's a weird subject, right? Because sometimes you get uh, people that are really into it and just right. competitive and love doing all of it. Sometimes you get athletes in there that you know are competitive, but they feel like it's beneath them. So they're not giving mm -hmm. their best effort. And then you have an, a, a whole group of people that just hates the idea of physical activity and wants nothing to do with it. And it's the class they dread the most. But mm -hmm. since you're seeing so much success with them exercising, mm -hmm. do you think, in your opinion, do you think, say, take someone who doesn't enjoy PE. Is it mm -hmm. more so the idea of the sweating, being out of breath, that part of it make, make like that being difficult for them, or is it more thing? I don't want to play. I don't want to play basketball or soccer because my hand-eye coordination or my, you know, my coordination is not great. Is it more? I, I guess just what you said is I've never thought about it before, but right. Does that make right. sense? That question. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I think I see both. So okay, so the, so I will see um, kids who don't kids who want to pick and choose what they want to do right who hate they don't want to run they don't want to do the warm-up they don't want to do the push-up sit-ups they like do the bare minimum and i'm like almost begging them like please like can you do so you need to do something like i and so the bare minimum and then when we get to the sport unit oh my god i'm like i haven't seen you run that fast ever in my life like now you're doing something so it, yeah. i do get those kids um most of them are boys for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why. They just oh, want to play sports. Yeah. Sure. Um, I mean, at least thus far. I mean, I've only been teaching for seven years, but thus far, that's what I've seen. That makes sense, though. I mean, yeah. I've, I've heard a lot of people, and I'm sure you have too, especially being both a trainer and a PE teacher. Mm -hmm. How many times have you heard someone say, man, I don't want to run. I hate running. But you put a basketball in my hand, I'll be, I'll oh. be in the gym for like four hours. Oh, and don't, oh yeah, for sure. And don't get me started about when the bell rings to go like class is over. I'm like, I have never seen you run so fast in your life. Like, can you run like that in class, please? Like they just leave, they take off as soon as I, you know, I dismiss them. So, yeah. so there's that. So I'm like, you definitely can run. I saw you run. Um, yeah. So, so there's yeah. that. And then, and then I will get, and this is mostly girl. Now it sounds like I'm sexist, but like it, I see more so the girl side, um, and, and usually uh, speaking this way, these, um, these students are not athletes at school. So just keep that in mind. Um, so the girls sometimes will love the fitness part. They want, like, they will even ask me stuff like, what, what can I do to, you know, turn up my legs, you know, the whole Instagram, like all the, you know, fitness models on Instagram, they'll ask me like how to, 
you know, and I'll just tell them my knowledge of what I know and just to, you know, okay. keep, keep eating well and keep doing the workouts in class and then, hey, whatever. And so they'll, they'll really get into it. Um, and then we come to the sports and I, some of them will literally beg, Mr. Colin, please don't make me play this. Please, don't, can I just run around the track? I just want to run. Like, they just want to work out. They don't want to play the sport. Now, it's not, obviously, it's not always like that. But if I see that, that's usually what it is. <laughs> it, makes sense it, yeah, yeah so so i've seen and definitely have seen both sides of the not wanting to run but wanting to play sports and not wanting to play sports but does not mind working out and then unfortunately i get the rare percentage of they don't want to do any of that whatsoever none of right. that <laughs> right right which is always the the struggle yeah yeah, yeah that's very rare though like that's the um <laughs> i call them the failing quietly kids they're, they don't put up a fight. They don't, they're not disrespectful. They're not defiant. They just don't want to do anything. And it's yeah. like, and so anyway, so that's the rare percentage, but um, that was a good question because I've seen both sides. Okay. It's, re it's really interesting. Yeah. No, I have a, I have a bunch of questions. We could actually do a whole episode on this. Maybe one day we will, because I have a, a okay. bunch of other questions that I could ask you about this, but um, yeah, I'm not going to, because no one cares. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> Because I, I would like to think that anybody who's listening to this is either a coach who's out of school or an athlete who just exceeds or succeeds in all aspects of life. Right. So we're not talking to any of you, but if you know someone, try to inspire them to do better in PE because it makes your right. PE life way easier. Exactly. And uh, anyways, That's what I'm saying before we jump into this, this episode and what we're going to be talking about, uh, you did want to mention one thing about one of our former guests and uh, one of your good friends. Yeah. So, um, Deb Lee, so she was on one of our episodes. I don't, I can't remember which number. It was. Not, too, not too long ago. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was during quarantine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was um, Deb Lee is, uh, my coworker at Sheldon, my colleague, one of my really good friends. Um, and, uh, she just got recently named, um, the head coach for our Sheldon women's varsity basketball program so nice that's awesome I know. yeah so just shout out to her congratulations this is the first her first um head coaching position um yeah super happy for her she's, super, she's really passionate about it um she connects really well with the girls and i just um excited for her and i think she'll do a really good job so that'll be fun exciting. very cool yeah, yeah. I, I, obviously i've only uh, talked to her one time which was when she was on our podcast but her passion for both the students and I almost said the students and the athletes as the one and the yeah. same. I meant yeah. <laughs> the <Yeah>. student athletes <laughs> and the sport is, was pretty apparent. So yeah. that's awesome for her. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. And what a year, what a year, what a season to start your yeah. uh, varsity coaching Gosh. gig. Ooh. Good yep, luck to they, her. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. Right. They don't play until March at the very, at the earliest. So her sport for the, she, she joked, she told me, I mean, you know, even before she got the, she got this position because, you know, she was the former JV bas women's JV basketball coach. She was like, dang, I don't get a spring break this year because <laughs> it's going to be basketball's oh, yeah. a spring sport now. And so she was, she was just laughing about that. And she's like, no, 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 no. She's like, this is a good thing. She was just yeah. making a joke, but yeah, it's definitely going to be different. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Well, and, and you guys, I mean, obviously being with, with Sheldon, um, mm -hmm you know, especially like your, your, your boys team is typically pretty deep in the playoffs in March, right? Yep. That's gonna be such a bizarre thing. It's like, Oh no, this is game one starting in March. Yeah. I just, I, my coworkers and I, as well as my head athletic director, we were talking about that today at work. And 
I just, my brain is still like, I don't know how that, I mean, I trust the process and obviously I'm not in charge of all that, thank goodness, but like, I'm just like, how is this going to work? It's going to work somehow, like, but I just can't even, I'm just, I got to mentally get ready for that. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. it's not the same, same day that you do a podcast because we've seen how that goes. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I'm kidding. Okay. So anyways, <laughs> what are we two talking hour, about? Two hours later, let's get into our topic. Yeah. Enough, enough about Deb's teaching and her yeah. uh, athletic uh, director. Yeah. And stuff. how I fall asleep during podcasts. Yeah. But. You know, you should, well, actually this would be a bad idea because you were saying that you like sitting up causes uh-huh. your hips to hurt. You mm-hmm. should get like one of those massage tables and then put your computer on the ground <laughs> look through one of the tables. But if you're laying like that, you might fall asleep. So that's a bad true. idea. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, see, that's why I can't get too comfortable. Yeah, because then I start nodding off. So no. There you go. All right. <laughs> so we'll try to make this quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So today we want, so today is October 13th. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're a sports fan, especially a professional sports fan, you know that the Los Angeles Lakers just recently won the NBA finals championship. And so congrats mm-hmm. to them. I think LeBron is, LeBron's fourth. So that, uh, that conversation between who's the greatest him or Jordan keeps getting, uh, mm. dicier and dicier. People get catching more, up with Jordan. Yep. Very. It's getting more and more intense, uh, mm. everywhere. Even when you talk to people on social media and all that stuff, mm-hmm. um, which is ironic because that's kind of what we're talking about today. But the reason we bring that up is because if you guys were following that series, uh, I believe when, when the series was three to one in favor of the Lakers in game five, which could have been the game that wrapped it up for the Lakers, uh, Danny Green, who is one of their guards, I think he's one of their guards on the Lakers, had a chance to win the game with a shot, missed the shot. I think he came up short and ended up they ended up losing and they were forced to go to a game six which at this point you know they won in game six so no problem but the main story was it was uh, reported the following day that Danny Green and his fiance received death threats from people because he missed a, a shot in a basketball game that we played for fun wow. so the kind of a strange thing I get they're playing at a much higher level much more intense but the fact that people would send not only death threats, threats to him, but also one of his loved ones is just crazy and just unacceptable. Like as, yeah. as human beings, that's a horrible thing to do. Like, I mean, really quick, not to cut you off, but I no, know please. how you and I are both on the side of everyone's entitled to their opinion, freedom of speech, yada, yada. Yeah. But I really truly believe some people should not have social media <laughs> for this, for this reason. I truly, I just truly believe that just for those reasons, because that's ridiculous that like, seriously, that's like a crime to threaten, to do that, to threaten someone's life. Yeah. And I think, I think I can speak for both of us when I say this, uh, I agree with you. I'll take a step further. I think it's the bottom line is some people are too dumb to have social media. And it's like, it's like, you're, you're just not responsible enough to have Mm -hmm. something like this. And it's, it's fun. Like we, we, you and I both enjoy social media. You know, I, I enjoy seeing the funny sports bloopers. Uh, there was one really funny one that I saw just recently where it was at the UFC, the recent UFC fight. And this, you know, like when they, when the coaches are before they enter the octagon, the coach is kind of prepping them, talking to them. Um, and the coach kind of slaps this girl's face and the, the official official behind her, like his face was just hilarious. Cause he saw pop, pop. the coach kind of slapped this woman's face and the coach is like, or the uh, officials like what? 
<laughs> like taking him back. Like right, his eyes like, got all big. Yeah, he's like, what is going on here? And so I, I probably explained that in a terrible way, but if, no, you, yeah, yeah. if you have Instagram or Twitter, definitely go check that out. It's really funny. But yeah. stuff like that we love. It's it makes sports fun. That's why you get that's why you enjoy sports, not only because of the competitiveness, but there's just so many silly things happen, right? You go to a baseball game, you see silly things happen in the stands when right. they show them on the camera or they mm-hmm. see at basketball games or football games, like goofy stuff happens or even on the field, like someone trips on accident. Right. And they kind of stumble, stumble their way into a touchdown. Like goofy stuff happens. Right. makes yeah. social media fun. But when this type of stuff happens, it, it, for me, the fun's completely gone. Like you're taking away the fun mm-hmm. because you're using it as a way to, I mean, I don't even know what you would call it. I, I'm not going to call it bullying. It, it's just, well, you're just trying, you're just you're trying angry. to hurt well, you're trying to hurt someone. Like, even right. if it's not physically, like it's just typing or whatever, like you're trying, you're, you're trying to hurt them. Right. And that's well, just mean. Well, then you have some people that try to hide behind humor. It's yeah. like, hmm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of stand up comedy. You're not that, dude. Like, that's, no. this is not in funny or enjoyable. And for you to try to hide behind that, it's, it's also weak, right? Because now you're not yeah. being honest either. You're lying about what your intentions were. And I get it. Like, you have people out there that their whole goal is to troll people. Um, Mm -hmm. and part of that, I mean, the social media thing is a two way street, right? Mm -hmm. You want to, if you're on the other side of it, you want to basically ignore the trolls. And I know it's, we always say that, but sometimes it's difficult. And I imagine for certain people, it's even more difficult, a professional athlete, a college athlete, Mm -hmm. they're dealing with it all the time, a college coach or a high school coach or any, I mean, really anybody is dealing with this stuff. So Mm -hmm. I imagine it's more difficult than we think, but you know, in a perfect world, you just ignore that and move on. But something like this, really, I mean, for me, really crosses, it crosses the line. I mean, there's no other way to put it. But right. when I saw this, you, you think, at least I thought, man, that's horrible. But you don't have that shock either. When right. I heard this, I'm like, man, another, another idiot said something right. like this. But it wasn't, man, I can't believe, can you believe he got a death threat? Like, it's almost at the point now where I'm thinking, that's horrible, but I'm not shocked, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's kind of like you roll your eyes, like really. It's right. like, it's one of those, it's like an eye roll because it's like, okay, like it's, unfortunately it's something that like it has happened and it has become a common theme because it's easy for someone to just do that. Right. You know, for, I mean, Oh yeah. I, uh, I certainly didn't understand it. So the, <laughs> so we've had, a, we've had conversations and our listeners, if they've heard us talk about this, they already know, but I don't follow professional sports like at all whatsoever. I don't know any players like unless they're super, unless they're like across the board famous and I see their name like on newsstands and stuff. And just like, um, you know, if I can't get away from it, well, my phone, I don't even know how to change the setting, but I get like the news like pop up on my phone, just ran, you know, just randomly. And so of course I get the, um, the pop up when the Lakers won and, um, and I'll talk sports with Deb and Deb will, you know, she'll correct me on anything that I misinterpret in terms of the professional sports world because she'll know. Um, And so in my head, I'm like, Oh, cool. And I think I even remember saying like, Oh, Lakers won. Nice. And so um, when you sent me the article um, about, you know, uh, about Danny, um, I was, I read it and I'm like about the death threat. And I remember I was talking to Deb and I was like, didn't the, didn't the Lakers win? And she's like, "Um, Yeah. And I'm like, so Miami didn't win. She's like, no. I'm like, well, why is everyone so angry at? I don't understand. I don't get it. Like they won, so calm down. I mean, I mean, regardless, that's not the point anyway. Right. So I just like didn't. I just didn't understand it at all. 
on like an even more intense level, even if they lost, I still don't understand that. Like you have to be such an angry person um, to, you know, to, to do something like that. In my head, I'm like, the only thing that makes any type of sense at all to me, but it's not a justification is that like, did you have a bet on the game and you lost? Well, that's right. your choice and that's right. your bad and that's your mistake. So leave these athletes alone. Like, I just don't understand when people do that. It's so mean. Um, it's just, yeah. So I just don't get it. No. And I, I think you're absolutely right. I think in my mind, I'm sure there's, there's more to it, but I think there's one of two things when this type of stuff happens, it's either someone who is an absolute fanatic of their yeah. team and just lives and breathes whatever team, which is a, is a weird thing. I love sports. I, like I told you before, I love the uh, San Francisco Giants and the Green Bay Packers, but I'm not going to fight anybody over those guys. You know what I mean? It's like, it doesn't make right. any sense to me. Or as you mentioned, someone lost a bet and they right. lost a, a lot of money. And again, um, I don't care if people bet, it's none of my business, not my money, but I think it's safe to say that when you do those types of things, when you bet on sports, there's a risk involved right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. this kind of stuff can happen. So it's not mm -hmm. the player's fault. It's <laughs> your fault for your taking, that, taking that risk. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's just a, a really crazy thing. And I feel like we just see it way too often. Uh, right. Obviously, it's, you go ahead. Unfortunately, go ahead. no, I was gonna say, unfortunately, we see it, you know, way too often. Way too often. But, and, yeah. No, it's just, it's such a bummer. It's such a bummer. I mean, even again, some of the stuff you like, I know, I've always thought sometimes we say these things and mm -hmm. if uh, not the deaths are, I would not threaten someone's life. But like when you have people throwing jabs at each other on social media or sometimes in real life, because they have a right. difference of opinion, it's just weird to me. And that's somebody was asking me, it was one of my brothers. Uh, I think it was Jordan. He was asking me like what I would do if someone, you know, threw it through some comments out there on Instagram or Twitter about our podcast and like, it doesn't matter to me because it depends on what they say. I mean, they might be right. <laughs> like hey, you guys, you guys' audio is not very good or you guys don't stay on track. It's like, well, <laughs> well, that's we're not arguing. Join the club, man. Like, yeah, of course that's, we've, we've been very clear about that. <laughs> but, um, you know, for me, it's like, I, I just can't imagine, you know, I can't even imagine doing that. If someone, you know, had a negative, just a really nasty comment about this podcast. I'm like, Okay cool. Yeah. I mean, I, who are you? I, I don't know who you are. So, yeah. you know, but again, it's easier said, I think sometimes it's easier said than done because I think again, in a perfect world, in an ideal situation, we would just kind of let it roll off our back. Now I also right. understand for me personally, that's also my personality. Right. Uh, I, I just don't get into it with people. And I've right. always said like, if I get into it with someone, that means there's, there's like, I feel like there's a real problem. Right. Like an underlying. Yeah. Right. Cause I did, it doesn't, it doesn't happen with me, but that's my personality. And I get other people yeah. run a little bit hotter than hotter than I do. And so it's, you know, more challenging to stay cool in those situations. But I think the idea of just being civil with people, mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately is a really challenging thing. Well, especially with, you know, we don't talk politics and this is going to be the extent that we do pretty much, right. but obviously we're coming up on, we're in the middle of this, uh, presidential race. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if I've like, I don't know if I've seen more fighting than when this type of stuff happens online, people taking shots at each other and yeah. it becomes personal. And I'm like, man, I'm not, I'm just not into politics, uh, regardless, but it just really yeah. turns me off to the whole thing because I see this from mm -hmm. people that I know are great people that mm -hmm. allow this stuff to, 
just really take over their timelines, take over their lives. And it's, it's a bummer. It's unfortunate. And, and you and I, you said it earlier, we're both, I think we're both advocates of, I'm not saying, um, you can't have your opinion. I'm a, I'm a, a huge advocate of saying, yeah, you're entitled to your opinion. And I, I don't think you should feel uh, bad about that. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's not your responsibility to make sure that everybody, every person that hears your opinion likes your opinion. There's a good right. chance they're not going to. Um, but I am a, I am also an advocate of saying that I think it's got to stay civil when you have these conversations, even if you're on the polar opposite side of someone else, I don't think it's, it's an excuse to lose right. your mind. And the funny thing is I, I've seen some, I've seen people post stuff like, Hey, just cause we disagree doesn't mean that we can't you know, still be friends or can't still get along. And I've seen a lot of people that I believe really truly mean that and live by that. And I've seen other people like, Hmm, that right. seems, that seems uh, strange coming from you. If I'm going right. to be quite honest, but <laughs> you know, based on your last couple of posts, but yeah. you know, it's just, it's a bummer. It, it's, it's a real bummer. Yeah. I, it's funny. I was just golfing on Sunday with some coworkers. We had a big old um, girls golf tournament <clears throat> and um, oh, nice. How'd you do? Yeah. Um, you know what? I didn't, well, me personally, um, I don't know, but we had a team score. <laughs> so our team score, we just did nine holes and um, we got three over. So okay. that was our just, oh, cause we played scramble. So that was our team score. I didn't do too bad actually on the third. I think it was the third hole. It was not a very long drive. I can't even tell you the yardage. I um, landed on the green. Nice. And so I was all excited about that. So my drive is, can be good. The rest of my short game is hit or miss. I have to really, really be focusing and concentrating. And I don't know that I was taking this tournament too seriously. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say you weren't. I don't know. I just get that feeling. <laughs> I was I'm gonna, just. I'm gonna ask you a question too. Hmm. What is a scramble? Okay, so scramble. It's like the I don't office know thing. It's like I'm gonna be honest. What's well, a palette? <laughs> I know, right? What's a palette? I I don't. I want. There's. A, I I wish it would be. I know. I'm trying here. I go trying to explain it. I'm, I wish it would be called best ball because I don't understand it either. But so if I have four people on my team, we all take a swing, and whoever's ball is closest to the green. We play off of that ball. Oh, so, okay, got it. Okay, so if your ball is closer, I pick up my ball and I drop it to where yours is after you take a swing. So we all move our balls up to the closest ball. So it's just got it. It should okay. be called best ball. I don't know why it's called scramble. All right, that makes yeah. sense. I now I've worked at a couple of golf tournaments. I have seen that. So okay, I, yeah, just, yeah. I, I didn't know that, and I've heard scramble. Yeah, I've seen it. I just didn't realize the two things were connected. Did so. I just right. teach you something about sports? Oh my I know. Gosh. I should. I should have just jumped into one of your PE classes. <laughs> exactly. Start there. Wait, can you imagine if you just, if you just saw me pop up in one of your Zoom classes? How weird would that be? Oh my gosh! I see you in the waiting room. I'd be <laughs> like, "Hey, this is either a Zoom bomber, or it is Josh. This is really weird." But either way, either way, I'm not letting him in. <laughs> <laughs> either way, he can, he's going to be staying in the waiting room. He's going to wait until eight o'clock when we podcast. He's going because he's going to try to clown me in front of my kids. So no. Nope. I would never do that unless, unless I, you know, unless I was uh, prompted to do so. But okay, yeah, anyways. there you go. <laughs> uh, sorry, um, I interrupted what you were saying. I know my train of thought. No, okay, so we, so I, after golfing, we went and we just like kind of um, sat down together and you know had a beer and stuff, and um, and uh, then all of a sudden I like perked my ears up because I hear politics starting to be talked about, and I was like, oh no. 
And so, you know, just like, I don't, there's so at my table. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many different women and, you know, we, you know, um, we come from just different areas. So I don't ever say or talk if people around me are talking about politics. One, I'm just going to be honest because I don't know what the heck is. I don't, I have nothing to say. I don't have anything to add. I don't have input. I'm learning when I'm listening to people go back and forth. I definitely. That's a weird concept. I am. I'm because I, so it's weird. So it's like, I'm kind of like wincing. Cause I'm like, Oh my gosh, are they going to like fight? Or is this like something that I'm going to learn stuff about? <laughs> yeah. I never <laughs> chime in on politics. I just don't, it's just not my thing. And so, um, so they're going back and forth, but, um, but it was good at the end. Um, one of the gals said, um, you know, thank you for listening. Um, it just, it's a shame that people can't have talks, you know, on, there's this side, you know, left side and right side without it blowing up or we're not friends anymore or whatever. Everything was so very civil. Um, I mean, it was passionate, you know what I'm saying? But it was very like at the end of the, I mean, we still cheers and walked out of there. Cool. Everyone was cool with each other. So that was good. That's Um, awesome. Well, that's how it it should be. Like like your friend said, that's, that's an, and I feel like it's an important thing for her to even stop at the end of the conversation and say that because yeah, I think it needs to be acknowledged more often because so often it doesn't happen. And that's a problem. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's just, I think it's a problem. I don't know another way to put it. And, and I want to be very clear. We're not saying, at least I'm not saying, maybe you are, but I'm not saying you can't be passionate. You should be passionate about whatever you're talking about. Like mm-hmm. if we weren't passionate about the stuff that we talk about here, then why are we doing a podcast? We're passionate about this stuff. And so that's why, you know, we think it's good. We don't know if anybody else does, but we think it's good. Right. And then you have, you know, you have, um, your opinion you should have you should be able to share your opinion mm-hmm. and i've always felt like you share your opinion and um people have to be okay with you having that opinion but yeah. you as the person giving that opinion if it's a strong opinion have to be okay with the fact that people may not like it yeah and you i think you, oh, have to be, sure. you have to be okay with that like sometimes people i think there's this mentality that people say like, well i'm just gonna say my i'm gonna say my opinion and you know people have to be okay with me sharing my opinion you're absolutely right but people yeah. don't you have to be okay with them possibly not liking your not opinion. Not being okay with it, yeah. And maybe that person doesn't have that ability to just have that conversation and not make it personal. So when you share your opinion, you have to also be okay with the fact that it might hurt relationships. Like, I think that's yeah. part of it. Now, is it is it in a perfect world, is that how it should be? Absolutely not. I think yeah. like, you, like your friend said, you should be able to have passionate discussions, maybe arguments about something that you guys mm-hmm. stand on opposite ends about. Yeah. And at the end of the day, still be friends and not take that into other areas of life. I, I think yeah. that's just something that as human beings, we've got to do better with. And, and again, we see this taking it back to sports. We see it in all levels of sports. We see it as from fans of professional and college sports teams. Like you said, maybe it's because they put up, they put a bet out there and they lost a bet. Maybe they're just really passionate and they're just angry. Maybe that was like the one thing that, right. you know, during this, during this pandemic, yeah, they lost their job again, there's probably, there could be a lot of stuff going on. And the one thing they had was Mm -hmm. their team winning a game or a championship. Mm -hmm. And then that was taken away. It's it's like the world has just crumbled again. That's not healthy in my perspective. Like you gotta, you know, maybe rearrange your priorities, but you know, I I get how this stuff can happen, but I just, I don't think there's any way to justify people being rude, mean, disrespectful to each other when it comes to a difference of opinions. Right. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the article about, you know, the one that you sent me at least, um, Danny Green was very, in the article, he was just, he was very cool, calm, and collected. He's like, those things don't really bother me, whatever. The only people's opinions that matter are the ones with me in the locker room and my coaches, like, that's not really an issue for me. Um, I think he just brought it up because his fiance was like, Hey, like I'm getting, de- hello, I'm getting death threats, you know, right. which is rightfully so I'd be like, what the heck, you know, but, um, he seems to be it, almost unfazed by it, which, it, which is good because, um, you know, I'm sure unfor- unfortunately it comes with the territory with being uh, just, you know, and you, you watch the news and you see tabloids of any fame, any person in the public eye. Um, you know, getting all kinds of crap thrown at them. Like the more you're known, the more people want to bring you down. And so, right. um, of course, this is a perfect opportunity for someone for whatever reason or for people to do something as ludicrous as make death threats to, um, you know, this guy and his fiance, unfortunately. But he seems super calm and collected about it, which is right. good. And I think it's a good lesson, I think, for anyone to read. That's very, it just, it shows his class and his composure of, Hey, look, and he even mentioned at the end of the article, like, I, I understand people are probably all heated because of the presidential, presidential, you know, stuff that's going on. And I think maybe they just threw their anger at me because they're looking for someone to throw their anger at. And so, um, yeah, I just thought that was super classy of him. And I think it's a oh, lesson yeah. for anyone to learn if that's happening to you in any form, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's unfortunate that this this type of stuff happens, but and that's the best way to handle it for sure. If you can yeah. take the high road, mm-hmm. um, even though it's, I'm sure in the moment it's probably more satisfying to take the low road. You know what right. I mean? And take like some to shots. have the last word and all that right. stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, because the bottom line, you're talking to a professional athlete who's made multi millions of dollars. You know? Yeah. Is and, he gonna let a couple comments phase him like really from people he doesn't know? Yeah. It's Heck like, Oh, no. it's weird. He's still going a bit rich. Yeah. And another person that's commenting is probably not. So it's like, yeah. you know, he's still doing fine, but right. yeah, it's just a bummer. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you just see it from all kinds, you know, I, it's one of those things that I feel like you hear a lot, especially when you're, when you are talking to people that are trying to put out positive messages. And I feel like you hear this in schools a lot. I'm sure you as a high school teacher has heard this a lot uh, or some version of it where it's like, you don't really know what people are going through right? Mm-hmm. Or everybody has a story. You don't know what that person is dealing with that day. They might have a smile on, but underneath they're dealing with a lot of stuff, right? You've heard some like version of that. And that same type of thing I think applies to this where for whatever reason, especially when it comes to, you know, people who are well-known celebrities or professional athletes, right. even at the lower level, I think, you know, people see certain classmates of theirs, right? As people that would be considered more popular, more well-known right. in their schools. And you might have certain perceptions of them, or you might have someone that's maybe not as well known and you, you think certain things about them. And the whole, the bottom line is you don't really know what they're going through, but sometimes I feel like when it comes to social media, we hear those messages all the time and we quickly forget to apply that. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, just because we're on the other side of a computer screen or a phone, Mm -hmm. we're willing to take shots at someone's Mm -hmm. appearance. We're willing to take shots at someone's ability, their, their struggles. I mean, again, you, right. I don't know if you've heard about this, but Delonte West, another a former basketball player, uh, man, I, I wish I had the article in front of me. Was it a year ago? Someone he got arrested, um, and somebody, a couple of people took pictures of him, and he almost looked unrecognizable 
from when he was a basketball player because I, I believe he 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 had a huge drug problem. I can't I can't remember which mm-hmm. drug it was. I want to say meth, but I don't know for sure. Right. And it looked completely, you know, he just looked completely different than he did wow. in, um, from his playing days. But again, you have people like, man, this is so sad. Mental health, talking about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you, of course, you have other people that are like making fun of this dude's appearance mm-hmm. and his struggle. It's like, why? What's what's the What's the benefit of that? Same thing, right. with, you know, they, that was a big part of when um, the actor Chadwick Boseman yeah, I was just thinking passed about away. That, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I mean, I have it in my notes here. That yeah. was a big thing where, you know, people, I was, I was talking to one of my brothers about this. People, that was the big thing, right? They saw how skinny he was at one of mm-hmm. his, at one of these pictures that was taken and people started joking about yeah. his weight, how skinny he was. And I'm going to be honest with you. My first thought was, I just assumed it was a role. Like I thought he was yeah. getting really thin for a role. So I didn't think much of it. I didn't realize that so many people had made fun of the appearance um, at that time. And then you find out what he was dealing with and people are like, Oh no. But it's like, yeah, but some of you people are the same people that were making fun of his appearance back then. It it shouldn't matter whether or not the the man's passed away. You shouldn't have made those comments in the first place. Yeah. I mean, it seems like simple math to me, but for whatever reason, social media, again, I think some people are too dumb to have it. Like you said, some people shouldn't be allowed to have it. No. I just, yeah, I just, I think people, people are so mean. I actually, and I don't mean to cut you off because you were on a roll there, but I, it, I was just saying the yeah, same thing back yeah. over and over. No. Over. Well, yeah, but like, I think I was, t- was it today, today or yesterday? I literally, oh no, 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 it was today. Um, so, okay. So every, before every class starts, I have my class do a quote, like an air quote warm up question. Um, to keep, you know, to have them do something while I'm letting kids in from the waiting room. It's a whole process with Zoom. If you're a teacher, you know what I'm talking about. So I have yeah. a question there. Um, I call it an attendance question. It's like their attendance points. I'm like, hey, and so their question today was, what's one thing you can do to positively contribute to the world or society or your family or whatever? That's great. And so they tell me in the chat box and I, and it's all happening while I'm taking role. Um, and then I read them all out loud and, um, you know, and a lot of them said just, you know, how about just smile at people and just compliment them and be nice. And I love it. And I was just telling my kids today and I'm like, people are so mean today, aren't they? And all my kids were like nodding, like, yes, people are mean. And I just, I don't I think, and then, it, okay. And then it, of course, in, in classic form, I, I launched into the speech with at least one of my classes. Today. I don't think I did it with all of them. And, you know, I talked about you know, projecting. I'm like, do you guys know what projecting? Like I just had a quick like two minute lesson about the word projecting and how people will project their feelings onto you. And you have to understand that has nothing to do with you. Um, It's some people just deep down inside are just really angry or hurt at something themselves, the world. Um, And some people just like at this, you know, at that time in their life, they just have really ugly souls. That sounds mean. Like that's like for me to say that that sounds mean. Right. But in the moment, if you're a mean person, like you're like, it's just, it's, (laughs) I don't even think I said ugly soul to them. I just say it when I talk to other people, but it's on a podcast podcast (laughs) so everyone can hear it. No, it's just when I was just telling them, I'm like, so that's what projecting is. And that's when people are mean, they're just projecting their feelings on you and it has nothing to do with you. So anyway, I try to put those. I just, I get passionate about that because I just, I just don't, you know, and I'm not perfect. I trust me. <laughs> I've had many moments of like, Ooh, that was probably really mean of me to say, you know, like I just, you know, I'll put myself in check as well, but some people are so mean and people don't realize 
how impactful their words are or can be. And thankfully, people are so resilient today. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And, yeah. And no. So, uh, yeah. That's all. That's really good. It's cool that you guys do that in your class too, because I think yeah. that's that's uh, me. I got, well, I go, I say man, I say man because I don't know if they're probably tired of me going on tangents. I'm like, okay, guys, I'm going to teach you something, you know, and I'll go, you know, and it has nothing to do with PE, but like, it'll just yeah. be like a quick little, this is on my mind. I'm just going to say, and the great thing is, is that no one's interrupting me because they're all <laughs> muted. So they, so they have to listen to me. <laughs> That's perfect. No. Yeah, no, no, it's, no. it's still good though. My thing too, you know, I've walked when I do, and I've, you know, done some of these team talks for the combine. I've walked away from some of them that mm -hmm. I feel like I had the entire team engrossed in what I was saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like I had every eyeball, including coaches, like hanging yeah. on every word. And then I've gone to some where I'm like, some of these people wish that I was dead right now and that I was, I would just shut up and stop speaking. But you see one or two kids or athletes that's like really bought into what I'm saying. Right. And so I think for me, I feel like the impact is the same for both. You know, obviously mm -hmm. the amount of people that are really buying in is different, but even in the situation, like you said, even if a lot of your students are like, okay, here's, you know, Miss McCollum talking again about some mm -hmm. positive thing. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee there's a, a group of kids that they look forward to that every single time they take your class because th this is what they need. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because, because people, people can be mean and people are, you know, it's just, yeah. it's just weird. And you know, it's interesting too, because you talked about how, how kids are resilient right mm -hmm. now. And I, and I believe there's a lot of resiliency in them, but I also feel like because of everything that's been talked about with mental health, bullying, things like that, it is, it is really interesting because, you know, I don't know, I don't know about you, but I never had any of those issues growing up. I never had any problems. Um, yeah. you know, I, I just never, you know, I, I attribute that all to my parents and yeah. you know what they, how they raised us. And, and so I think I was able to avoid a lot of those issues. But I feel like you, you hear some people like, I don't know, but you feel like, there, I feel like there's a divide between mm -hmm. you have people are like, well, the ki kids now are soft and they, right. let th they let things get to them way too easily. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you have the other side saying that like everything is, you know, or that, I don't know, you have the, you have the flip side of that, right? Where mm -hmm. there is the things that they're dealing with now are much different. So it's not that they're mm -hmm. soft. It's just that there's different kinds of challenges. Right. Um, and, I, and I just think again, even in that conversation, I was just thinking like, even in that conversation, it's like, I feel like we're trying to decide if these kids are soft or not, when, why don't we just help them walk through the problem? Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's like you have people say, well, you guys just gotta, if you're being bullied, you gotta stand up for yourself. Here's the bottom line. Some people don't know how, like yeah. it yeah. sucks. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I, you know, I'm, I was, I've always been pretty, pretty quiet, pretty reserved, but there's been moments where I've had to stand up for myself when I was in school wasn't a problem. It wasn't I had, like, I had to like gear up the courage to do it. I just did it. Cause I, my, my parents instilled a lot of um, self-worth and self esteem in me. So mm -hmm. if it, if it came down That's to good. standing up for myself or someone else, um, I was, I was okay with doing that. Right. You know I mean? It wasn't a problem, yeah. but I also recognize that you look at, you look on campus and I know because you're on campus every single day. Well, not now, but you've been right. on campuses for the majority of your life. Right. You can, you can tell out there that some of those kids don't have that. They don't no. have that kind of self-esteem. They don't have that kind of self-worth that's going to allow them to just get over a bullying thing. So again, just to go back to what we're talking about, it's like sometimes we want to make these things so black and white mm -hmm. 
And it's like, yeah. I think there's a lot of nuance to these topics. Right. It's not just these, these students now are soft and they can't handle a little mean comment. Right. It's sometimes, yeah, some of them aren't equipped. Now, some of them, let's just be honest. Sometimes people in general, not just kids are more sensitive when, yeah. there's, when there's no reason to be sensitive over certain things. And right. I think there's some people that it's not just them being sensitive. I think mm-hmm. there's a, there's something internally that's really, Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a lot of turmoil, right? So a right. comment that you or I could allow, we could just allow to roll off our back mm-hmm. for them. It hits different. And it's like, right. but mm-hmm. again, we, we want to just chalk it up to Well, they're either soft or mm-hmm. they can't handle it. Like, like we used to be able right. to handle it or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just, that's kind of a, a random. Yeah. There's only you said, maybe think of that. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I swear, um, Deb and I, or anyone else who's in our vicinity, <laughs> we have talks about that, that all the time, just, you know, just cause we're dealing with our kids and we're trying to understand them. And then we'll, and then we'll, you know, tell a story from when we were in high school and well, this happened and this is how I handled it or how I resolved to it. Um, but there was this one time where I, it did hurt my feelings. So maybe like we're, tr- or tr- we're really trying to understand this generation. And we like to joke around a lot that um, millennials are pretty soft, and <laughs> yeah. and I and, and I I call my, we call our I call us elder millennials just because of our age. <laughs> right, so right. <laughs> I call Deb I call Deb a young millennial. Um, That's funny. But um, yeah, but the generation Gen Z, we are like, are they just like what? Like I feel I feel like they're, um, you know, I guess. I don't even know how to word this kind of pretty much everything you said, like whether, whether they're, you know, too soft or maybe things hit differently because of certain things. Like we don't know if it's a generational thing or a, um, a new, new age thing. I guess that's generation, same, same thing, but um, because of social media and there's just, there's a new way of communication. Like, come on. Like I I would tell my kids, I'm like, you guys, the iPhone didn't come out until I was in college. Like I just dated myself. Like I, and I would try to tell them like all I had when I was your age was MySpace. And the way we checked MySpace was we had to wait till we got home to turn our computers on like desktop computer and log on like online, like the dial up and everything. And that's how we did. And that's how we did social media. It wasn't a constant throughout the day. We're on our phone and right. everything is right. like instant and, um, it's just different. And so I think, I mean, you know, obviously you and I, and we've talked about social media. Um, I don't know how this uh, topic of tonight's podcast went from what we wanted to talk about to social media. Well, I guess this does have to do this with social no, it's, media. It, it's definitely related it for sure. Right. But anyway, um, we can talk about that forever, but, um, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's interesting trying to navigate right now with them, you know, at their age but I definitely believe you know circling back to you know our focus I definitely think people are mean um and project and that's just wrong and luckily I mean thankfully Danny Green is like whatever (laughs) they're making like death death right it doesn't I mean I'm sure at some level he's like really like you know I'm saying at some level I'm sure he's like well that was mean but maybe that that's as far as it gets for to him that's what it sounds like which is, right. which is good. It sounds like yeah. he has a good support system around him and um, he knows who his people are. So he's like, I'm not going to let that get to me. And right. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's yeah. a good, and, but on the other hand, I'm like, I, I bet people are like, I wish, I wish I could be like that. I don't know how to be like that, how to let things not bother me. And so anyway. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think, you know, if we're talking, talking specifically to athletes and, and coaches, I mean, yeah. 
I like to look at it as a way of, of mental toughness, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're in a competition with somebody, the whole idea is you have to stay more mentally tough than your opponent. And if you can do that, then it's going to give you a greater advantage when it comes to winning the game. Yeah. Uh, same thing with this. This is, it's, it's a battle of mental toughness. If you are dealing with people online, if you're dealing with people on social media and you allow it to get to you in the battle of social media and the battle of uh, your will versus theirs, you, you're losing. Yeah. If you, you know what I'm saying? Like if you just allow them to know that it's like, Oh cool. We got to that person. Keep mm-hmm. sending tweets, keep commenting on their p- pictures, keep, you know, mm-hmm. sending the Snapchat, like whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're letting it get to you. And so in the, in a, if you, I don't know, I guess from, for me, I always try to place it in an arena of competition. That's why we've always said in the classroom, if you're a student athlete, you've got to place just as much emphasis on your uh, academics as you do in the weight room or the field, because the two things go hand in hand. And if you compete as hard as you do in the classroom or on the field, as you do in the classroom, mm-hmm. you're going to be in really good shape in every yeah. area of your life, but you got to have to take that same competitive mindset. And I feel like the same thing with social media, you could, you could respond and attack, but in that moment, you're reacting to something they're doing. They're dictating what you do and how you react because they keep sending stuff and you keep reacting. If you're more mentally tough and you want to take that high road, you just let it roll off your back and you leave it alone. You don't look at it. If you can stay away from it, that's even better. If you can stay away from the comments, probably even better, especially if you get a lot of negative ones. But, you know, and I think the other thing too is we've always said it. Coaches and athletes are leaders. Whether you're the, whether you're a star player in your city and you're going to go to a division one school to play your sport, or maybe you're someone that's on the bench and doesn't play much at all. Regardless, you are a leader in some way, shape or form. And so I would hope that when we say these things and we talk about people doing dumb stuff on social media, people being cruel and mean towards other people, people being mean to people in real, you know, in real time, in real life, maybe it's on their campuses or out, out and just, you know, the public I'm hopeful. And I believe that a lot of athletes and coaches do take that high road. And I believe a lot of coaches and athletes are being leaders when it comes to those things. And I think they stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. And also I think that, you know, you, when it comes to social media, how you post and how you share things is going to lead the way for other people. And I think if you can kind of show the way and and be more positive on your social media and your just overall, the way you live your life, I think it's going to benefit everybody around you because people do pay attention to what you say and people pay attention more to what you do. And so I'm a, I'm a big, big fan and a big advocate of athletes using their platform for positive positive things. And, you know, you could, you really can have a, a tremendous impact if you take those things seriously, but if you abuse it, you can also have a really negative impact on everybody around you. And mm-hmm. I, I think it's just something that, you know, isn't to be taken lightly in my opinion. Yeah. I think you just found your sound bite right there. You could drop the mic. Boom. Maybe it is weird. It is weird when I, <laughs> I choose my own my own uh, that was good it's like you better uh, choose that as the sound bite don't choose any of my stuff i don't know i was re- i was babbling tonight <laughs> don't even no, no. but you <laughs> you good. sat up straight the entire time so i, I do did did you that. see i didn't lean back i know i'm wide awake i'm i'm not i'm not convinced that like dead lady's <laughs> not sitting right behind you holding you up <laughs> she was like, like stay awake stay awake and yeah. i told her i told her about that one episode i was like oh my gosh i was so tired it probably looked <laughs> so bad and yeah, no, I'm awake. 
wide awake. No, well, because this is a pet. This is, I mean, it's definitely a, obviously, when, you know, I get, I get super passionate, too, about just the whole mental toughness and social media and just, like, you know, trying to navigate all that. And because I talk to my kids about it all the time. Yeah. And, uh, and I see, I personally see them struggle with stuff that, now do I understand why they're struggling with it? No. Sometimes I'm like, come on, dude, like, just suck it. In my head, I think, like, it's fine, suck it up, you're fine. You know, but that's just my, that's just my mentality. And that's just my um, athletic background and my, just how I deal, dealt with things, you know, for the most part. Every right. situation is different. But, you know, obviously I don't say that to them. Um, you know, of course, I'm not, I'm also not a counselor. So I refer them to, you know, that part of school for sure. But, um, but yeah, sometimes I'm just like, I don't understand. Like, I, you know, I just, I want them so bad to have that mental toughness for themselves. Right. Um, easier, you know, easier said than done. That's for sure. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, yeah. it's something, you know, we've talked a lot about is with coaches, you and I think, I don't know why I keep saying this. I think I'm speaking for both of us. I don't know why yeah. I keep saying it tonight, but I do. So uh, probably because we've had so many of these conversations in the past, right. but when it comes to coaches and how they approach their athletes, we've never, we've never once said that coaches need to just be really easy on their athletes or yeah. be um, lax with their athletes. Yeah. Because if, yeah. if, if you did that, you would not be doing your best as a coach. Sometimes right. you have to come down on them, not in a, not in an angry way, not in a negative way, but you just have to be straightforward and say, okay, look, mm -hmm. you're not doing your best here. How can we improve this? Because it's, it's positive criticism, not, mm -hmm. you know, just positive, like fluffy words that make you feel better. No right. positive criticism. I mean, it's like criticism that's going to have a positive effect on your life, mm -hmm. but the criticism is yeah. still there. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how, yeah. that's how it works as a coach. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, like you said, some people you look at and it's okay. I want to get them to them to a place of mental toughness, but mm -hmm. the road's going to be much more challenging because they are so far from that. Yeah. Maybe I, I ease them into that with the, with the goal of still pushing them towards mental toughness where other people, they're much closer and they just need that one big push. It's like, okay, you got to suck it up, dude, because yeah. this is, this is not going to work. You're better than this. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. again, it's just, it's using wisdom as a coach and, and trying to, to learn those personalities. And again, it, go, it it's, you know, it's doing a full circle back to the civility thing. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we talk to people we talk to people the same way, regardless of who we're talking to. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I can tell you for a fact that the way you approach that person was not going to work with that person. Mm -hmm. They were going to shut their ears off immediately when you started speaking because you forgot who you were talking to. You got to know your audience. You got to know your audience. And mm -hmm. people may disagree with that, but I, I don't care. Like, it's, mm -hmm. that's fine. No, it's fine. I'm a firm believer. You can DM us and say you don't agree and I'll say, oh, well, that's okay. Perfect. <laughs> we'll go, go against everything we just said. That's like, you suck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, you know, I mean, like I, I, I'm just a, I'm just a believer in that. Like you can say, you know, you can share your opinion, you can mm -hmm. have your opinion and you don't, I'm not saying it at all. I would never tell someone to back down from their opinion. Mm. Right. But I think what is important is that if you're having a conversation with someone, you do understand who you're speaking to. Mm -hmm. um, I know that there's probably people I can speak more directly with because I know that it's, there's nothing going to be, it's not going to be misconstrued or miscommunicated. They're going to understand very clearly what I'm trying to say. And they're not going to hear me speak in a more direct tone and think, man, you know, he's kind of being a jerk. They're just going to think, okay, 
this is what he's trying to communicate. Other people, I think, hear the approach rather than the message. You know what I'm saying? Like they hear the yeah. approach first and then automatically their ears shut off. It's like, man, he's really upset. It's like, no, not really. I was just being very clear and very blunt about this. But for some reason, that personality that you're speaking to is like, oh no, he's mm-hmm. upset or he's being a jerk. It's like, no, 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 not at all. And so I think yeah. I think that is an important thing. I mean, that's the communications background in me. It's like, I think if you want to have effective communication, if you want to keep it civil, I think you have to be willing to, you know, understand who you're speaking to. And I think you have to also, mm-hmm. here's another thing we didn't mention this, but you have to be willing to listen to the other side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to be willing to hear, hear opinions that you don't agree with and, right. and really listen and not the whole time. Like you hear this all the time in, in people that, you know, are in relationships or you have somebody that's sharing something with you yeah. and you're, you're listening, but really what you're doing is the whole time you're thinking about how you can help them or mm-hmm. why what they're saying is wrong. Yeah. How can I convince them to believe my side? (laughs) Right. Oh, perfect. But you haven't actually listened to what they're saying. You're simply trying to poke holes in what they're saying. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's, it's never going to work that way. So it's like, I think you have to be a good listener in those situations. If you want to have good conversations and like Mm -hmm. your friend said, if you want to walk away at the end of this, the meeting or the lunch or whatever you're doing and still remain Mm -hmm. friends and not hate each other. Yeah. I totally, totally agree. We could all, we could all, you know, be practicing that all the time as adults. I have to check myself all the time because I'm a fixer. I want to fix people. And so <laughs> I have yeah. to refrain myself sometimes depending on, you know, who is saying what what to me, like if they're venting about something. And I'm like, nope, nope. I have to tell myself, just listen, just wait, let right. them talk, let them finish. <laughs> and maybe don't even give any feedback unless they ask for it. <laughs> That's what I have to tell myself. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly why at the end of these podcasts, I never asked Deb for her uh, feedback because I'm sure she has notes and notes of what I could do better. So like, no, I don't. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. ask, so I don't give it. There you go. That being said, she has 103 episodes worth of notes that she just hasn't exactly. shared yet. Yeah. Nope. Mm-hmm. So um, that was a well, fun one. Good. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that was good. Um, if you, I mean, for our listeners, if you are still listening to this, man, you should get a prize or something. I think so. Well, I think you're either listening to it because you thought what we said was valuable or you disagree with everything and you're just like it's hate like, listening at this point. And hate listening. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Yelling, they're yelling as we're talking. You know how you yeah. do that? Sometimes you listen to a podcast and you're like, what? And then you start talking over it as they're talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I've done that many times. <laughs> I've done that. It's always, it's always weird because I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts and mm. I'll be driving and you're stuck in yeah. traffic and then something mm-hmm. like hilarious will be said and you're just like, ah! Just laughing. <laughs> and you just know the yeah. people next to you are like, oh, you guys are moral. Oh. <laughs> really one last tangent i've because i i also so i do um i'll do motivational podcasts um and i'll, I'll also do true crime pro- podcasts and oh, um okay. and i i just it keeps me awake when i'm doing my long road trips you know to see my nephew on the weekends and so but there was one i like flipped a lid i mean I, you you probably thought i had road rage i was like screaming in my car <laughs> i was yelling because i was just so upset with how something unfolded on this episode that i was watching and so anyway i definitely like so- looked, looked, looked like a total lunatic probably as i'm driving and my i don't have tinted windows so it's like a fishbowl so everyone yeah. could probably see and yeah that's so. awesome and you probably uh like if there's that like fiery redhead stereotype, mm-hmm. you just like basically made that come true for everybody that saw you. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. 
<laughs> so you're like, oh no, let's get away from her. This crazy yeah. redhead is yelling in her car. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, as long as they don't say, hey, isn't that isn't that Deb from the Caravan <laughs> podcast? It's okay. It now they know. I just t- I just said why. Now they know. Oh, perfect. <laughs> People have been holding it against you this whole time. It's like, I saw her one time. She lost her mind. They probably thought you were like, ro- like road rage. That's what I'm saying. Like, I was yeah. like yelling. Like, obviously, I was paying attention to what I was doing. But like, yeah. you could see my mouth was moving. I was, like, ah, I was just kind of talking to myself and like upset about it. But eh, then I got out of my system. And then, of course, I, you know, tell my friends when I get home. And because my friends also listen to true crime. And I'm like, oh, my God, did you listen to the little episode? <laughs> I did. And I was trying. Anyway, so. Yeah, we can go on and on about that as well. But um, yes, but we're not going to. We're not we're, going. To. Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I was, I was going to mention too to everybody. Yeah. So, um, and I think three. I have to look at the calendar. Three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. We are going to change up how we do this podcast a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to. I keep wanting to say we're going to take a break. We're not really taking a break. We're just adjusting mm-hmm. how frequently we uh, are going to be dropping podcasts. Right. So at this point, we're going to be, it sounds, it sounds even crazy to say because we've done so well with doing it weekly, but we're going to be probably going to once a month. We'll let everybody know exactly when that will be. Um, yeah. We're going to remain consistent with it until uh, something changes. Yeah. But um, you know, our thing has always been just being consistent. So even though the frequency is going to change, we want to make sure the consistency does not. So, um, anybody who listens to this and listens, uh, consistently, we just wanted to let you guys know that give you guys a little bit of a heads up. So there's probably gonna be three or four, actually four or five, actually more episodes that are are weekly episodes. And then we're going to switch it up a little bit. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to give everybody a heads up. We're going to be working on something a little bit different Mm -hmm. and we thought this would be the, the best thing to do right now. But that being said, uh, we love this podcast and so we wanted to make sure we kept it going. It's just the frequency is going to be a little bit different um, yeah. at the start. So anyways, yeah, but, I thought yeah. that was important to know. No, yeah, that was, that was good. And thank you also to all of our listeners who have been listening. And, you know, whether it's, you know, dropped in here or there, or you, you listen to all 104. If you've listened to all 104 of them, we need to give them a prize. Yeah. Here's the problem. I know I'm like making promises and all this stuff now. Now we're not going to have any listeners. I really think they need prizes. Sure. What, what prize you want to give them? I don't, I just, I need to think. How about this? Maybe, maybe like a, a 10 minute zoom with Deb and she'll do one of her uh, motivational talks that she gives her classes. <laughs> That's how you lose listeners. <laughs> maybe we'll think about it. We'll keep workshopping it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. We're going to yeah. follow us. You guys can follow us on Twitter at sports character. Also on Instagram at character combine. Same thing with Facebook. It's just character combine, LinkedIn, YouTube. I think that's it. That's it. Cool. Make sure you haven't checked it out. Our 100th episode is on YouTube and it's got like 20 views. So yeah, who knows if it was a good Check idea. Check it out. It's okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll have 22 views by the end of the week. <laughs> I, I like where you're thinking that. So. <laughs> but yes. So uh, as always, thank you guys so much and we will see you next time. See right. you. Peace.